This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, October the 3rd, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on the very first show of October. Of course, it is October the 3rd. Uh, we had a a rainy weekend this weekend, again in the Valley of the Sun. I love it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, solo for one more day. Homer, actually, Homer is somewhere uh, over the, I don't know where he is exactly, but he's over the sky, heading probably, probably somewhere around Nevada, heading into the Sky Harbor Airport. I'll be picking him up after the show. He'll be back tomorrow. Um, I hope all of you had a fantastic weekend. We've had just a great response to the beginning of the quarter. This is the the fourth quarter. For those of you that are wanting to participate in our medals program, October, another one of the great months to sign up because you get the whole quarter. Uh, then, of course, that shipment will be out right after New Year's in January. If you haven't signed up for the plan, uh, no time like the present. We will be finished completely with our medals program. Those of you looking for your third quarter deliveries, a lot of you already have them, uh, but we will be finished with them tomorrow. So I'll be, we'll be all done with them by tomorrow, and then uh, everybody will have been shipped. And it was just a great one. Another great, great medals program again this month, uh, or this quarter. And it's always fun to get. You know, it's always fun to get that because, you, you know, you never quite know what you're going to get, a little gold, a little silver. I try to give you some of each and every quarter. Uh, for a lot of you, I try to throw in something fun, something that we don't normally do, uh, but I also do it at just the best pricing possible. Uh, so if you want to sign up for that program, give Wendy a call today at 800 951 If you're a new listener, you're like, what the heck is he talking about? Go out to allamericangold.com and click on the medals program, and you can read all about it. Uh, Ramon's out done stuff. Another great addition of the of our website today at allamericangold.com. Uh, you can read about uh, what's happening. There's a couple of great videos out there uh, as well today. I encourage you um, to go out there and listen to them. Ing the latest. This is a Dutch bank, the latest in the fallout of what's going on with the German banks announced uh, massive layoffs, saying they're laying off 7,000 people in Belgium. And they said that uh, in a statement that 3,500 full-time jobs would disappear uh, in Belgium, 2,300 in the Netherlands, 1,000 1, jobs would be lost on what they're saying is external suppliers uh, and of course the uh, well the whole European banking system is in a mess and we've talked about a lot of that we'll cover some of that as well again today 
And then let's not forget, you know, we've been talking about something that nobody wants to talk about anymore. You know, you think about how times have changed. You know, we do a lot here. You know, this is, we, we like to focus on the financial side of things. You know, you think about, you know, we used to talk about budget surpluses, right? We don't talk about that anymore. Matter of fact, no one talks about a surplus, right? We used to talk about, hey, saving your money, and when you retire, you can live off the interest, (laughs) right? I mean, come on. It wasn't that long ago. That's what they talked about. And then the the national debt as we're getting ready to roll over $20 trillion. And I've been telling you, and I've been doing this for a long time, the big lie about how big are the deficits really. And somebody has finally taken up the issue. And we're going to cover that ground today how big has the lie been? Right? I mean, is this one of those little white lies? Or is this one of those really big whopper ones? And then, of course, the next question is, where did the money go? We're going to talk about that in the next segment. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to talk about J.P. Morgan Chase and the Chicago school system and now a second bank being formally charged this time by the state of Massachusetts. It's not Wells Fargo. No, we have now, and I told you this when the the news first broke about Wells Fargo. If you think they're the only one doing it, you're nuts. They're all doing it. And then, of course, we've seen all the complaints and and thousands and tens of thousands of complaints. We now have a second bank that is going to be formally, well, formally being brought up on charges. We're going to talk about that. Also, we had construction and new car sales. Construction spending went into contraction for the month of August. Uh, everyone knew it was slowing down, but this was much worse than expected. And then car sales, cars, trucks, SUVs, all down pretty significantly for the month of September. The big three, Chrysler, Ford, GM, all sales down across the board. Got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back right after the break. Picture Radio News Hour, our toll free number 800 I'm going to etch that into your brain. You're going to want to call that number 800 Really quickly, I've got um, $45 Liberty Gold pieces. These are the old ones. 1866 to 1907, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. This is fractional material. And, you know, right now, if you went out to allamericangold.com, you'll see we we got an order now button. You can order those 
uh, and you'll see that they're three hundred and ninety-five dollars. That's that's the regular price, three hundred ninety-five dollars. I've got forty of them, and I mean this is just—it's fantastic. The the pricing three sixty on these forty-five dollar pieces. So you're going to save, yeah, three seventy. <laughs> I didn't even tell her. I didn't tell her. I had this deal set up this morning, three sixty on five dollar gold pieces. I mean, that's not even a hundred and forty dollars over. So that's not even about uh, maybe a hundred and thirty dollars over spot on fractional and all the way quarter ounce fractionals. You just can't beat that type of pricing. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The only problem is there's only forty of them. Uh, get them while you can. Yesterday, well, it was raining. My wife, myself, and my two boys, we were, we had what we, we like to call it family fun day. Right? This is, and really, for the kids, it's probably family, family torture day. All mom and dad are dragging us somewhere, and, and, you know, there's no, doesn't matter. Cancel all your plans. You're hanging out with mom and dad. Right, and I tell my kids all the time, listen, we had you so we could torture you. I mean, that's the reason why we do it. And there's this new aquarium. Wendy <laughs> is upset. She doesn't like it. There's this new aquarium. It's a big one. And in this aquarium, they're having a, there's going to be some dolphins. Now, the dolphin exhibit, it's a separate, it's separate from the aquarium. But uh, it was, it's going to open, the dolphins are part is going to open next week, but you can go and you can look through the glass and see them. And they were out there swimming around in the pool, and there was balls, you know, basketballs, volleyballs, hula hoops, stuff, and they're playing games and getting fed. And I almost felt like, God, oh, the dolphins are like the millennials. Right? They live with mom and dad, they play all the games all day, and they get fed. And, of course, I will tell you this. I saw it, right? I, I, I saw it. I know some of you care. Some of you don't. I don't think it's a great idea. I'm not for that. It's not that big of an area. It's a couple of, of pools, bigger pools. But I don't know. That's just, yeah, I guess. Wendy says inhumane. I, I'm not sure. Uh, but, but I know dolphins are really intelligent. I'm, I'm not for that. I wouldn't give them my money. But we went, the, the four of us went to the aquarium just to get in. And like I said, this didn't include the dolphins or the butterflies or anything else that they got there. A hundred and forty bucks for me, my wife, and my two kids. And I'm just like, man, just an incredible amount of money. And, and we went in there, and I'll say this. I, I will say this. I did not enjoy it, uh, mostly because the the enclosures had this, this the glass that they were enclosed in. It was like almost like magnifying, and, and it made me uh, uh, lightheaded, almost like seasick. Very similar to when I first got on the, the cruise that we went on. Felt seasick in there the whole time. I couldn't wait to get out of it. But, but anyway, we went. I saw it. What that has to do with anything, nothing other than really 140 bucks. 
it's just it's just incredible uh, to think about how expensive things have really gotten. And speaking of expensive, how much money has the government spent that they haven't told us about? And and then you know a couple of questions come to mind. Where did the money go? In other words, what did they spend it on? And then, of course, the next question, why are they lying to us about it? And I keep saying, you know, the quarter just ended. And for the government, for the federal government, 2016 is officially over. Their fiscal year starts on October the 1st and ends on September the 30th. So either, I don't know if it's the end of this week or next week, I'm not sure which, they're going to come out and tell us how big the federal deficit was for 2016. And the number is going to be between 580 to $620 billion. That's what they're going to tell us. And the reason why that's, you know, you think about it, that's a pretty big gap. $40 billion, that's a lot. That's an insane amount of money. But it just depends on how the calendar fell, whether they have some payments in this month or it fell to October. But nonetheless, that's what they're going to tell us. And last year, you remember, they told us a number of like 400 and something billion, right? 440. So this is a big jump. But I've told you that the government's been lying to us about this number. They've been lying to us about this number now for quite a long time. And somebody actually went to the, the uh, Wolf Richter is the guy that put this together. This is why U.S. government deficit numbers are a big lie. But where did the money go? The U.S. gross national debt, after having been successfully disappeared from public discussion, right, we talked about that, things we no longer talk about. They should put that on jeopardy. <laughs> things the government no longer talks about for 200 please, Alex. The national debt has jumped $1.38 trillion in fiscal year 2016. You heard me right. $1.38 trillion. Of course, that ended on Friday. So there were some, there were some timing issues with the debt ceiling and so forth. Of course, I remember we had the debt ceiling issue. So $340 billion of this was all in one day. Right? They had to catch up from pretending not to spend money for a while for some legal wrangling. But that would still leave you a trillion dollars. To smoothen out those factors, okay, we looked at fiscal 2016 and 2015 combined. Only logic, logically, you'd do that. The gross national debt increased by $1.71 trillion 
over those two years. Now, remember what I told you. They're going to come out with a number of about $600 billion this year. Last year, they told us like $440 billion. If you average those two, it would be about $850 billion each year. Now, the government insists that there was only four years that we actually ran deficits higher than that, but that's a different that's a dip for a different show. Here's some basic numbers. Drilling into the mystery of how the government borrowed four trillion dollars more than it said it spent since two thousand and three. So according to Wolf Richter, he's done the math from oh three to September 30th of this year. The government has spent $4 trillion more than what they've actually told us about. The bonds, they're still out there. Where did it go? According to the government numbers, they just went up in smoke. But money doesn't go up in smoke. It flows somewhere. This is how the U.S. gross national debt has ballooned since 1980. He's got a chart. Of course, 1980 it was below a trillion. 1981, we hit a trillion dollars. Right? 1971, the deficit for 195 years was only $400 billion. And now we're sitting at $20 trillion. So... He goes through a couple of things. Deficit spending has become a huge stimulus package that has not stimulated this bogged down economy, right? You think about, you know, think about this. Government went into debt one point three eight, let's just call it one point four trillion dollars this year. One point four trillion. And the economy got worse. Inflation, oh boy, it does exist. It chewed up the value of the dollar over these years. Think back to 03. Now think back to today. Right, you're not getting any interest. Right, the value of the dollar has been decimated just on that, just on that fact alone. The government had to borrow many more increasingly worthless dollars to accomplish the same thing. Plus some do to grow real spending adjusted for inflation, blah, blah, blah. But he, he tries to tackle the question. Where did all of the money go? And he, and he talked about, in this order, he talked about the fake surplus, right? The government told us from 1998 to 2001, according to the Office Management and Budget, for those four years, we produced a $559 billion surplus. Of course, remember, I quote Alan Greenspan all the time when he said, don't worry, this is how we're going to fix everything. We're going to pay off the national debt, right? One of those things we don't talk about anymore. Right? 
and all the interest we save will take care of Social Security, Medicaid, Medicaid, everything's going to be fine. So did the, did the, if I could talk today, so did the debt actually fall? No. The debt actually continued to rise each and every one of those years. The government continued to borrow more and more money, though it said it had a surplus. In actuality, the $559 billion surplus was actually a $394 billion deficit. But it only gets worse. In fiscal year 2016, the government's going to run a deficit, he says, $590 million billion. Last year, the deficit was $438 billion. So combined, just over $1 trillion. But it actually borrowed $1.7 trillion. What happened to the $700 billion that it borrowed but was not actually spent? Which I, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, yes. Right? Because we've known that the, the surpluses were fake, right? We Eric had covered that for you guys all those years ago. And I've been telling you how, how they've been lying to us about those numbers. But where did it go? Even this answer shocked me. Or maybe it didn't. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum, upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now from the Eagle Forum studios, here's Ryan Haidt. By now, many of you may have heard, on September 5th in the afternoon, Phyllis Schlafly went home to her maker peacefully, surrounded by her family at her home in St. Louis. She was with us for a wonderful 92 years and active in politics for more than 70 of those years. It's difficult to identify any issue that she wasn't on the right side of, typically years or even decades before others rallied beside her. She wrote or spoke out on nearly every controversial American political matter, and the conservative movement today is based largely on work that she did 5, 10, 20, even 60 years ago. Though we grieve her passing... She leaves us with a legacy that will take us our own lifetimes to fully appreciate. In 1964, Phyllis shot to national recognition with the writing of her first and best-selling book, A Choice, Not an Echo. She exposed to the public a political system that was rigged by big donors and power brokers that she called the kingmakers. Donald Trump, in his eulogy at her funeral, observed that Phyllis has shaped American politics for more than one quarter of our country's entire existence. With Phyllis, he said, it was always America first. Phyllis anticipated and led on so many political issues that it would require another book just to list them. Her monthly Phyllis Schlafly report, now in its 50th year, is quite possibly the longest continuing political newsletter in history, and its inaugural edition discussed the importance of our Panama Canal a full decade before it became a hot issue that propelled Ronald Reagan to his successful campaign for president. In defeating the Equal Rights Amendment, the work for which Phyllis is most famous, she took an initially unpopular stance years before others joined her. 
Her successful Stop ERA effort did more to define the conservative movement today than any other struggle. Phyllis never stopped writing, speaking, and organizing. The very day after her passing on September 5th, which happens to be the anniversary of Mother Teresa's death, Phyllis's 27th book was released, The Conservative Case for Trump. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. Want to join in on the spirited debate over issues you care about? At eagleforum.org, strategists at Eagle Forum are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and more issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments to the blog at eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. There are two lines open. There was thirty five still left at three sixty. Just an amazing opportunity on a pre nineteen thirty three and really pre nineteen oh seven, pre nineteen oh eight five dollar Liberty Gold piece. Um, she's on the phone now. Uh, I know that uh, somebody had bought in 10, so there's 30, a little less than 30 now. $5 gold pieces still left at $360 at 800-951-0592. And I'm reading out of, uh, and I'm just so happy that maybe, maybe he heard it from me, maybe he decided to do the research, I just haven't done it. Wolf Richter is the guy... Uh, his website, give him a plug here, Wolf Street, uh, if you want to go and, and find it yourself. He's done the math. Just since 2003, the government has spent $4 trillion more than what they've told us. Where did it go? And I was, I mean, I was excited. I'm like, yeah, where is it? It disappeared, according to Richter. Is it just a timing difference? You know, like I told you, the deficit this year, 580 to 620 on timing issues. It's not. Since 2003, government deficits published by the Office of Management and Budget. This is when they come out on the television and tell you this is how much debt the government incurred. This is where they get it from. Amounted to $9.26 trillion. So the Treasury should have to borrow that much to make up the difference. But over the same period, the deficit actually rose $13.3 trillion, meaning that $4.04 trillion had gone up in smoke. Think about the the $4 trillion was borrowed. The bonds were issued. The amounts are still outstanding. But the proceeds from the bond sales went out the door off the book. Might it be due to the Social Security surplus? You know, they, of course, now it's going to be deficit. And I, and I think one of my guesses is this is part of where the problem is. 
the Social Security surplus, which does count as an asset, so it lowers the deficit? He says it doesn't. In fiscal year 2015, and here's the reason why, the, this, this alleged surplus was only $23 billion. In other words, the government collected $23 billion more than it paid out. But I'm starting to question, have they been lying to us about it? Are we really not collecting nearly as much? You know, their their actuaries had it wrong. And it was less likely that than that, okay, they were saying 2016, they're saying that it's either going to be as much smaller or may actually be a deficit. I know from 2017 on, even the fake Social Security surplus is going to be a deficit. So you can't come up with the $700 billion difference in 2015 and 2016. Right? So we got a $4 trillion difference going back to 03. The last two years, $700 billion of that $4 trillion occurred. In other words, it's starting to get bigger. Right? The Social Security surplus is only going to be about $20 billion combined. And maybe a little less could be a little more, but nowhere close to $700 billion. We've all heard stories of how the Pentagon's books are sorted fiction, right? We know that. Right? Can't even audit the books. The Pentagon spends the money. They're not even sure what they spend it on. But even that, we know the amount of money they got. Whether they can account for how they spent it, doesn't really mean a whole lot in terms of deficit. In other words, the, the, the Pentagon, they received the money on its budget, they spent it, they can't tell us what they spent it on, but we know how much they got. So it can't be there. With the missing $4 trillion, I'm talking about the money that the government borrowed but never spent officially that it's never acknowledged that it even existed. This $4 trillion on top of all the internal shenanigans of various departments, right? We can't even audit most of what the government spends its money on. It was what happened to the money? What happened to the $700 billion in the last two years? What happened to the $4 trillion the government borrowed but never officially spent over the last 13 years? Where did the money go? It didn't matter who sits in the White House. It, ha- it happened under Clinton, Bush, and under Obama, and it is standard operating procedure. It's just hidden from view, but now it's getting bigger and it's getting much bigger. I do know, he says, that the money went somewhere. The U.S. taxpayers owe it and have to struggle with the debt and the interest on it for all eternity. And there's another thing I know. Our government's accounting of what it spends and therefore the deficit numbers are just big lies. 
It's not a rounding error, but a liar with a margin of 43%. So just think about this. They misrepresented the actual numbers by 43%. Where did it go? My one thing, so you got to, first of all, you got to think about this. It's got to be something big. Right? It's, it, it's got to be something enormous. You know, it's not going to be like the judicial system. It's not going to be, uh, you know, HUD or, or any of those. I mean, could it be a backhanded bailout of Fannie and Freddie? Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? I don't know. Even that number is, is just massive almost too big for even them. The only thing that I think is that I can think of what's big enough, Social Security and Medicare. Are they just lying to us about how bad the numbers really are? Take your radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. We still have some fives left. I'm shocked. We should. I know you want to listen to the show, but make sure you take advantage. U.S. five dollar liberties. Uh, I think we're let, right, about fifteen or twenty of them left now. Three sixty. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. When you can get fractional gold for this cheap, take advantage of it. If you're a new customer, this is a great opportunity to buy fractional gold. Just call up. All you have to do is just call Wendy up and say, I want the special. That's all you have to say. And we're just simply, Wendy's going to just simply ask you one question. How many would you like? And then you tell her. One, five, ten, whatever it may be. She's going to give you a total, and then you mail us a check. It's just that simple. And when you place that order, she'll take your name and your address so we know where to ship it to. When you when you order, you get a trade number. Every time you order, you get a trade number. And that just locks the price in. If gold goes up $100 tomorrow, you don't you're not we're not calling you to say you owe us more money. Doesn't work that way. You're locked in. I'm locked in. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You know what? What bothers me about this is the media knows this. Why don't they talk about it? Why does nobody ask? I mean, number one, they'd have to actually admit to the deficit being what seven, eight, nine percent of GDP. <laughs> way above what they're trying to pretend that it's not. Where did it go? You know, and there was, I was reading some of the communal people were saying, one person said the war's expensive, which, yeah, it is. But 2015 and 2016 were really, I mean, really not, I mean, yes, we're at war, but not really, right? Not the big. Another person said black ops. That's a lot of black ops. <laughs> That's a lot of black ops. We're talking trillions 
of dollars. I mean, like I said, it has to be big. I, I, I just, my personal opinion, and I don't know. I'm taking an educated guess and, and saying that Social Security and Medicare are probably the culprits and they're just probably lying to us, right? They're trying to pretend, oh, you know, it's still surplus. Don't no, no, see, it doesn't get bad for yet for another little bit. It went somewhere. They created the debt and spent it. They just didn't put it on the books. How many sets of books do you think they got? <laughs> right? They're all upset that Donald Trump took a billion-dollar loss and, and wrote it off on future year's taxes. But yet they won't even tell us. We don't even know where $4 trillion went. Maybe Hillary knows. The Chicago school system needed money. And it needed money fast. Two Wall Street players saw an opportunity. J.P. Morgan Chase and Chicago's uh, Nubian Asset Management, which I'm going to guess is a hedge fund, have made realized and paper profits of exceeding $110 million on purchases this year of $763 million in Chicago public school bonds. What? Wow. Those are the kind of profits I want. So they, they let Chicago's public schools borrow $763 million, but they made a profit of $110 million on it. The school system needed the money to even open the doors. In terms of the bond sales, it highlighted the choices the school district faces after years of pension shortfalls, relying heavily on borrowing. The 400,000 student school district struggled to sell municipal bonds in February and were so nervous that in July it borrowed more money directly from J.P. Morgan themselves. <laughs> Here's the best part. It says that J.P. Morgan, the country's largest bank by asset, made a 9.5% percent profit on 150 million dollars it bought in July and sold in September. This is like a uh, what do you call it? A check cashing loan, right? This is the you know J.P. Morgan doesn't want the check cashers and the title loan people banking with them. It said that that the interest that J.P. Morgan made would have equaled 82% in an annualized rate. So they they loaned the money to Chicago in July. They dumped these bonds onto somebody. I don't know who. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was some of these people that got phone calls from J.P. Morgan. You now put... Chicago public school bonds into your portfolio. Congratulations on that. And 
and uh, you paid a whopper of a price. It says that, uh, and it goes on and on about Chicago and how broke they are and, and how much money these banks are really making. And you sit there and you think about, this is one school district in the country, one. And it had to borrow $763 million because that's how much they were short for a single year. How bad is it really? Final segment coming up. We have officially sold out of the $5 Liberty Gold pieces. I didn't think I'd make it through the show. Uh, we'll try to do better next time. Uh, just And I know it's hard because sometimes, you know, you're, you want to wait to the end of the show, but certain deals um, are really worth getting getting into them. And you can always listen to the podcast. If you haven't done that, you know, that's the other thing. Make sure you sign up to follow us. Go go out to allamericangold.com. And where our podcast is there with SoundCloud, there's a follow us button. Click on that. Fill it out. Only takes a couple seconds. And then you'll get uh, an email every day letting you know when the podcast is up. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, you won't have to miss anything. How bad is it, really? The government lies. <laughs> Big one, right? Chicago Public Schools, their credit rating so bad that the bank makes 82% annualized when they allow uh, do bond offerings for them. It's incredible. If your saving account balance is looking sad, you're not alone. According to 2016 Go Bank Rate Survey, 69% of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in their account. Thirty-four in their savings account. Thirty-four percent have no savings at all. Of course, you actually have to be in the bank to even get on there. So, what are the numbers really? Uh, they they say that here's how it breaks out. Uh, zero. 18 to 24, 31%. 25 to 34, 33%. 35 to 44, 35%. 44, 45 to 54, 37%. It actually gets bigger as you get older. Senior citizens, 65 or older, one out of every three has nothing. I think I know where the $4 trillion went. How about, though, less than 1,000? 18 to 24, 41%. So add that to the 72% of 18 to 24-year-olds have 0 to 1,000. 77% of 25 to 34-year-olds, 0 to 1,000. 70, 69%, I'm sorry, I'm saying 70, yeah, 70, uh, I'm sorry, 72, 67 69, 35 to 44, 70 between the ages of 45 to 54 have between zero and a thousand, about 70 percent. 45 to 54, you're, these are 
full-blown grown adults. A lot of these are what grandparents are getting ready to become grandparents, and seven out of every ten have nothing. Because let's face it, you got less than a thousand dollars, you've got nothing. Sixty-five and older, sixty-five and older, sixty-three percent have nothing, and we wonder why. Nothing feels the way it should. But don't worry, because we're almost at full employment, so how much better can things really get? Better put some hard assets away. 800-951-0592. Homer will be back. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.